Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to the show. Today's episode is proudly sponsored by Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. More on them in a bit. Welcome everybody to the Animeversal Reviews Podcast, where we review anime, just like the title says. And that sound, that wonderful music and uh, guy that, that had, uh, sounds like he has no, no stutter in reality, it's just cle- clever editing, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, it's time for the Animeversal Reviews Podcast this week. I would say with all three regular guests, but unfortunately... My significant other, um, I mean, uh, Christine, uh, is, <laughs> uh, Christine's not, not feeling so, so hot, hot today. So I'm here with my hetero life mate, Brian. What's up, bud? Hey, man. Uh, some people might not get that joke. I just realized <laughs> <laughs> we're old, Which is man. A Kevin Smith <laughs> yeah. reference for those of you that don't know. The kids uh, don't know. Yeah. Dude, when was the first time Jay referred to him as that? I think, was it the Clerks cartoon or was it Dogma? I don't yeah, remember. I don't know. But uh, I, li- I always laugh at, at, at that line. Um, but yeah, anyways, man. Uh, Dr. Sto- Stone, we had to take a week off, um, unfortunately. He, but we're back this week with episode seven, Secret Secret Mission. Um it is definitely just like episode five um, after the high of episode four uh, and episode six, episode five suffered a bit. And I think this episode to me had some of the same issues, but there's still a lot of really good stuff here and a, and a sign of something I'm really stoked uh, to talk about. Brian, what did you feel about this uh, episode overall? I I agree. It's an episode that felt a little slower, but it had a few really big things in it. (laughs) So it was like, including one that was very shocking. So all in all, there's not been a bad episode. And and this one is, it's decent, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's kind of like, you know, uh, Manny had said this morning for those of you guys that uh haven't or I say this this morning but you know the the morning I'm re- of the day we recorded the, this <laughs> uh he had um pointed something out uh about Marvel shows when we were grading uh Falcon and Winter Soldier as a series right and he was like you know um people have gotten uh or we brought up the point that people have gotten so like focused where anything below like a BB is like bad. Like even I've kind of been guilty of that where it's like a C, ugh. And then I'm like, now I I want to use the C like a- appropriately. I don't even think we've had a a a, a real C episode in this. Like a a 
boring, pointless, it can go by the wayside, which is to me what C kind of sort of is, but I, I don't know. I agree. It, there's no no bad episode, and when you got a whole bunch of good good stuff inside of something like Marvel, which is what Manny was c- comparing Falcon and Winter Soldier to, of course, it's like anytime something da- doesn't stand up to the to the cream of that crop, it it has to take a hit because you're you're expecting a certain level. Um, I I think Doctor Stone, especially in episode. You know, four of this season, and and definitely in in season one. But in episode four, this this show st- stepped up, Brian, in in a way most animes can't. You know, um, and I think the potentially the the whole future of the show might suffer because of episodes like four and six from this season. What do you think? Yeah, because it, it's you know we're on a season two and. And it hasn't started slipping. You know, some animes go way off the rails. <laughs> and so far, this one hasn't. Um, and, and because of that, yeah, I don't know. It's getting to the... I mean, we'll talk more as we go in this into this episode. But it, clearly, this plot line is coming to a close soon. Mm-hmm. And, and so then the big question screams out, what's next? And I know the manga's been going for a while or you know there's several volumes so clearly there is there is a something next and and the question is what is it and is it going to like you said live up to what what's come before it and uh, you know i don't know yeah yeah it'll be really really interesting uh but let's go ahead and uh get in get into it a bit um the episode starts off like we've you know, been de- dealing with all all uh, season, a little bit of, of retreading, um, and uh, but we do get into the the episode f- fairly fairly quickly. Uh, Senku describes you know the attack plan to get the the miracle fluid cave, secure it, and you you know secure uh, uh, keeping uh, uh, Tsukasa from from growing his milk his his army you get to start saving people and uh it's the, the saving people that's uh very very cru- uh uh um important uh a big clue um because that deals with the secret mission that's someone's on um chrome gets to share some of the info on uh like what y- yukio did uh when he captured him you know, undoing the ropes and so some of the things that he said, like, you know, lying to uh, Tsukasa about uh, where he found Chrome at. And uh, uh, Senku mentions that uh, Yazuriha is on a secret mission, so it's not likely that she had given uh, Chrome uh, the battery, which, you know, we were all wondering last, last, last episode who gave gave chrome the battery and and uh i think we all were like looking at the coat it's probably a misdirection it was likely yukio and it and it it uh will turn out that that way later but um uh yeah man that's kind of like the the opening of it and then we get right into the voice voice plan going into to effect and um what do you think about Senku's evolving plan as as like things change and and his you know target from you know let's go on this this uh forward assault to let's do a rescue to let's go after the 
the cave. What do you what do you think about uh the storytelling in, in the the evolution of Battle Plan? Well, it's funny because we, we the show never outright tells us what's coming next until they about they're about to do it, and it and it's. It works brilliantly because it keeps you constantly guessing and wondering what's next. Taking the cave makes complete sense. You know, he explains it clearly why that would be the main goal. He's like, we take that and, you know, we control everything in terms of this is a numbers game at this point. He's like, I'll, you know, if we, you know, um, unstone or whatever term they've used uh, a whole bunch of people, then, you know, hey, we win. And. It makes sense that, you know, it's strategy. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, they they go ahead and, and show a bunch of the, uh, uh, basically the, the, the voice over plan of Gin uh, pretending to be Lillian um, and uh, the, the singer from season one, uh, part of the group that handed down the blonde, blonde hair that we see in the village. <laughs> Along with the Russians, I think it was um, that were blonde. Um, the uh, people at Sukasa's village are pretty excited to hear. Uh, they immediately are like, "Well, fuck, man! If the if the Americans are are coming, you know, we're not going to be afraid of Sukasa or anything like that because the American military will have their weapons and stuff." And I was like, "Oh shit." You know that's that's that would be a good point. What if everyone like runs away or something and it's like you know, hey Sukasa, fuck you, the American military are coming. But again, plays it off, and I I think there might be like some some tra translation issues here, or maybe some some context left out because it it sounds like Gen uh, tr tries to explain to them that yes, America's re vitalized it's alive of course but we're not fully equipped to come and rescue you yet and uh i think that's kind of a, a a big deal man um not necessarily that they'll follow that thread but that idea of not just the what are they going to do when when they find out you know society's not back but what will they do when they find out like the subterfuge goes that far you know well and this goes back several episodes when you know they first were making this plan this was one of their the things they were preparing for they're like you know there's a chance they're going to hate us and when <laughs> they learn the truth and and there's they're still playing into that um the, the potential my, my big question is i and i wonder if they're going to give us an exact number how many people is it in Sukasa's empire, yeah. like what is um, the exact number? Because I think that's an important that's an important question in terms of you know his how much power you know he essentially wields. Right. It was um, a few. I, I I don't think it was the first episode. I'm tr trying to look through my n notes. Um, it was at one point mentioned that and maybe it wasn't in the first episode but it was it was mentioned that um i think when uh chrome magma and uh gen were up at sukasa's place they found the numbered statues and that was a few months ago 
But at that point, he had undone 32, 33 people, and Yo was, like, next. So I don't know how many past Yo got undone. Because if, yeah. Yeah, if we're dealing with – because that's the question. If we're dealing a with a couple dozen, you know, it's like, eh, okay, they'll, they'll be all right. <laughs> they'll get over it. <laughs> but but if we were dealing with you know 150 200 like uh oh yeah um, but then then another question is Sukasa's plan in terms of his plan he seem he has to know that the bigger he gets um the more potential for division and other factions forming and stuff mm-hmm. like that but but we're, you know we're not there at this point but but no I think Sinku you know he even knows that there is a chance that they're going to be very angry. Uh, when yeah. they learn the truth, but that's just sort of the price they'll have to pay. Yep. And uh, they they go along showing them c- collecting followers, and, and I like the uh, animation w- with uh, Gen when he puts on the, the uh, um, Lillian voice. Yeah. They, they do really c- cool things of, you know, blending his face with hers or his hair with hers, uh, a shadow transparency type thing it, it's they do a lot of different things with it and it, it's fun and um uh he was always he i think he was last season's chrome because you were watching chrome grow and like we all liked him but last season again was like the breakout star for me and uh it was nice to get to spend more time with him uh this episode um any follow up on that or anything? No, I, I agree. He's cool. he, he's one of my top three. Yeah. Um. But uh, unfortunate. Uh. Uh. And he and he says that Nikki's training has has paid off, and she's like, "Yeah, he's doing great, and I'm falling in love," and which is funny, and uh, it's um scary though when Yukio show shows up he he hears and he goes over there and and he says I want to get in on this phone call and says you know yeah that's really good it really sounds like Lillian but then um for us watching the dub they show us that he starts speaking in a different language uh because for us they start showing us the J- Japanese subtitles and then American subtitles on top and everything's written out except for the the names, uh, which are are you know the same in Japanese and and English, and that makes me wonder, Brian. Allegedly, what language are they fucking speaking over there? Because yeah. <laughs> clearly, this is meant to be a. Uh, uh, I'm guessing maybe it was like Lillian was speaking English and then he started well, speaking English. They they specifically there's a line about southern the southern accent, right? Uh, which, which is interesting that you can I guess even in Japan say southern accent and that translates know, to American yeah. South. So that that's interesting to me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we we got that and uh um. Sinku and 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 Gen freak out. Uh, Gen's like, but wait, you know, he's he's being quiet. We they they know others are there because Uziha and Taiju only bring you know groups because it's you know it'd be dangerous to bring one at, one at a time. Um, not to mention take forever. 
And uh, um, Gin's like, you know, I don't know his motives, though, you know, because Gin has been with the Kingdom of Science for quite some time uh, since, you know, what, episode 12 to 13, I think is when he comes back uh, right at the tournament in in season one because he helps out in that. And uh, it's been a while, so... He he doesn't quite get Yukio, but um, Sinku assesses that Yukio must have been, been the one to help Chrome out. Uh, and Yukio's like, yeah, totally did that to prevent you from coming t- to rescue him. Because if you rescued him, uh, you would you would die. Or he would die. One of you or both of you would die. You know? Um, it's, a, it's a pretty pretty important mo- moment Brian when when you realize that Yukio and his motives might co- coincide with Senku's when he reveals uh that he did help and that, that he did it because he didn't want them to kill each other what what were your thoughts man and were you shocked now Yukio's been interesting ever since he's been he's been um introduced he's become another one of my top characters actually mm-hmm. Oh, because yeah, you're right. He has these skills. Okay, he's got you know he's an archer. He's got these incredible hearing, um, but he also seems to have been playing um, both sides to some degree. And like you said, we're trying to figure out well, what is exactly is it he his what is his goal? What is he trying to accomplish? And he basically lays it out. Um, yeah, he, he he's he doesn't want death. Um, it's as simple as that, and so he's pushing for that now it is very interesting he makes the point yeah uh, you know i'm i'm all for whoever is against killing mm-hmm. but yet again this show and especially in this episode they keep going out of their way and i've been bringing it up every review to make it crystal clear that the whole goal of everyone on, on senku side is no killing no killing no killing which leads me to believe that somebody's going to get killed <laughs> Yeah, um, because they just keep like pushing this idea that that is the end all be all goal of this. Yeah, no, I agree, hundred percent. Sent. Um, I, I, it, it caught me a bit off guard at first because this is like the um yet another high ranking person in uh Sukasa's empire that's. Not all about about him, you know. Um, that's not necessarily uh, um, going to want to follow things the way uh, that he's done, and we can see more of that a little bit bit later on. Um, Yukio uh, discovers Yuzuriha. Uh, this is where he kind of puts things t- together. Uh, he sees her. Uh, uh, taking a bag of uh, stones that he can hear while she's supposed to be sewing stuff. And um, he um, discovers her putting the statues back together. Uh, and this is a very, very important part because it's revealed that Senku told her uh, that mission that he told her about. We all thought was the lie you know let's go lie to Sukasa. Senku's dead and let's live with Sukasa and spy on him no that's not the mission dude the the fucking season one mission that he sent Yuzuriha 
on was to put together statues that Tsukasa breaks because if you can get all the pieces before they weather down and put them together, there's a chance that when they're revived, the 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 juice will do the same thing. They'll be covered in cracks, but they'll be alive. They'll the cracks will fill in and they'll they'll be alive. And that is an incredibly important moment for Yukio, which we'll get to after our sponsor. But before that, your your reaction to Yuzuriha's mission and the idea of bringing back broken statues, Brian. That blew my mind. (laughs) Talk about not seeing that coming. Anything, you know, seeing it coming. Um, The fact that this, like you said, ties back to season one. This has been a mission. This has been a goal of Sinku's all the way back at the beginning. Uh, I didn't see it coming. It shocked me. And, you know, I always laugh, you know, Gundam has such a, you know, a goal of trying to do a whole um, pacifism and, you know, anti-war. And yet they do a lot of cool action and war scenes. But this is the most pacifist, anti, you know, killing thing i've ever seen like he's taking the dead and he's figured out a way to potentially essentially bring them back and i was like wow (laughs) yeah Um, it's like miyazaki level uh pacifism but yeah even but even going so far um some of the commentary i get confused on because, uh, you know, some of the stuff about America, like I've said, are they digging at us or are they, like, saying some good stuff? I'm not sure. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, I can't um, tell either. Yeah. Right. And then you, you look at how they're showing how war and conflict can be beneficial, can be done with, with you know, limited loss of life. It's a very interesting show. I'm not, you know, Miyazaki always tried to show, like, the the horrors of war or war machines. You know, you look at Howl's Moving Castle and, and, um, uh, was it the Whispers one? Valley of the Whispers? Maybe not, but, um, and then Castle in the Sky, especially a lot of war, war imagery with that one. And like I said, you know, Gundam, I'm a big Gundam fan, but it's, it's, it's so it's anti-war, but they have the coolest war (laughs) scenes ever, ever done animated. You know, it's, it's sort of a weird contradiction. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, it was a, it was a very shocking moment for me too, because it's like, well, damn, um, this is yet another, uh, crack <laughs> speaking of broken rocks and 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 cracks filling together crack in sukasa's empire and uh you know that could be pretty fucking stressful on a person and you know uh if you are in a place where you can grow things to to help with stress you might check out our sponsors over at growgeneration.com uh, take it away. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. For all of your cultivation needs, Grow Generation has the right products, service and staff to make your grow successful. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. Something out of the folder. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, you know, it's it's a, it's a bit of a, uh, it's a script, script read. It's and, and, and I got, variations of different people but you know 
um i try to i try to make sure i i uh shake it up and and stuff like that but let's carry on with um uh the after effects of of this secret mission and yukio's uh absorption of it and actually you know what because this is kind of an interesting episode. We get a chance to do do something I do on the Cantina a lot, which is take the ending of like a episode or movie that has multiple story points going on and split them apart. So let's actually just t- talk about Sukasa and and what happens between now and and his end of the ep- episode. Pretty much, I think. Yeah, I think that that'll work good. Good. Uh, Sukasa gets told of Chrome's escape. He's like, hey. Got it, dude. Use science. What what can we do? You know, Yuzidiha or or whoever helped helped him out. Yada yada. Huh. Um. But we learn that Yo had told his subordinate to tell Sukasa, um, that it was Yo's fault, and that um, uh, Yo died uh falling off the cliff, and um, uh, Sukasa accepts that apparently. And we then go see him at the uh, grave. He wants to basically pay respects. And Hyoga's there, the spearman, and they have a conversation. And yeah, this is actually going to work out real well, I think. Um, they have a conversation about people being at the gray grave. And then Tsukasa uh, says, you know, I wanted to pay respects to... Yo, what we have le- left of him, which is just this the stone eye covering, um, which he was just wearing for fashion sense, apparently. <laughs> uh, and um, he he starts naming names of other fallen people, and several of them are the people that died in the poison gas, thanks to Hyoga and uh, Homura, and um. During the village raid in season one. And you get to see Sukasa really fucking grieve, dude. And again, show us that this guy is not everything we thought from season one. Up into him digging into the ground. What do you think of this character development? Well, it, it shows that he has a his morality or how he views the world is it, it's it's not one that i agree with but it's he has a sort of a strict code he lives by those he deems worthy of life he legitimately cares about um the old world if you will that he hates he doesn't he doesn't mind them dying so he it's not that he doesn't value life he's just very specific in which life life he values um which is you know pretty radical you know belief system and and that's what he is is in terms of the way the antagonist of the series so far so it is interesting and and the yo stuff did irritate me a little bit just because like you said he seemed to just sort of buy the story um i didn't like yo i mentioned it in our last review yeah punk ass yo ran off so i i'm I'm (laughs) i'm assuming he'll pop up at some point um hopefully not this season (laughs) But, but yeah, the, um, but it was an interesting scene and, and what you're about to go into, um, 
the look on his face. Oh yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. That was whoever yeah. the animation on that was amazing. We'll we'll get there. We're gonna we're gonna do do this uh 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 Spider Verse style. So um <laughs> let's go back to the to the start point. Yeah, no, you're you're right. That is such such an important thing and then you're you're right what he does next while he's digging is very important but on the other side we have yukio still talking to to senku and gen and um uh yukio goes over why he wants there to be no, no uh death him himself he tells uh senku that you know i have a you know this this um uh What's the word I'm lo- looking for? Um, Batman. No, no. <laughs> uh, where I wrote it down, I th- thought his um, like you, you can't kill anyone. He's like, I got a uh, uh, not a sanction, but a uh, you know, a point. Like you have to agree to this this point on on me helping you. Yeah, out. Yeah, this is the feel. condition of which condition. Yeah, okay, there's the word. Okay, so he's like. I, I don't want there to be any more death, and th- this is why. It turns out once he's w- woken up, he witnesses Sukasa killing, you know, destroying the s- statues, and in his mind, he told himself, um, these are just statues. They can't, if they're not revived, we're not killing anyone because they weren't revived. They're just stat- statues. There's and if you break them apart, they can never come back anyways, yada yada. And it's after he sees Yuzuriha and confirms with Sinku about the the possibility of bringing those people back that he decides, yes, I will betray uh, um, Tsukasa uh, to, uh, to help you. Not necessarily join you. He even makes a point point of saying that brian like i'm not joining but i'm open to helping and i think that is i think that's important because i could almost see yukio maybe going off not necessarily on his own but maybe with a smaller group of people at the end of this or sometime in the future um i don't know what do you think about that well, yeah, he he definitely seems like someone who um, has his own yet again his own code that he lives by, and like you said, he he's not really wanting to necessarily say I'm with you guys. So I agree with you in the the idea that maybe he wants to go his own route at some point. And well, obviously, you'll get to there's another character that also wants to do that. Yes. Um, and we're starting to see that. What you know, this is and this is potentially what the next phase of the series might be uh you know we have sukasa and senku and we think okay those are the two sides well with there are individuals within those groups that may also have their opinion on how things should run i i, I kept saying up uh, weeks ago politics at some point will play a role yes. uh, just because that's just the way of things you know you get more and more people and they have to be governed in some way and i think maybe these are the seeds being planted for that yeah uh definitely um we so Yukio, you know, he says, "I'll make this deal with you." And and um, when Senku says, "Uh, yeah, sure," 
that's fine. That was our, our plan all along. And it's really funny. We get this, you know, again, like, oh, I'll negotiate with them. That's what a mentalist is good for. And Senku's like, now fucking cut to the chase. What the fuck do you, you want? And um, it's it's uh interesting because we learn, like you said, this this very key detail. Again, going back to season one, Yukio goes, cool. I now know for certain that uh uh we got a liar here and he tells about Hyoga um lying to Sukasa about what happened to the men that died in the poison gas. Sukasa, like we just told you guys, is grieving them. He believes they were murdered by Senku. Not that natural, you know, gas came and and killed them. And uh uh, Hyoga lets Sukasa be- believe this, and we learn that uh, not all is co- comfy and cozy in Sukasaville, as Hyoga is vying for power, and that there's a split, and that uh, Yukio says he can't sit on the fence anymore. Those two are going to kill each other or come to blow clothes and uh possibly kill each other and again he you know i won't join you i'm sitting i can't sit on the fence i'm open to helping you yeah dude um is he a sukasa fan or a yoga fan it's it's very very curious but you're it's showing these fissures in sukasa's uh uh world and, um, uh, you know, he's lost all the, these people. Homura has been captured. Hyoga's, you know, bumping, bumping heads with him. And, uh, uh, he's about to learn that the control he thought he had, he doesn't quite have. Um, Senku and Gen are happy with, with, uh, um, What's gonna you know uh, come from their uh, team up with Yukio? And let's cut back over to Sukasa digging, finding the cell phone, ripping the cord, and seeing the box and the technology, and understanding that Senku's people have been there, and that his people have been to that gravesite repeatedly. And dude, Sukasa's gonna. F- Fucking snap, man. Like, I see this guy losing it. Holy shit. Like, Brian, go. <laughs> the look on his face, and, and it, like I said earlier, it, the, the animation for that was so amazing because he doesn't have to say anything. The way he rips it up, the, the strength he uses, and he, you know, he pulls it so, the cord rips up so far. And and you can see on his his face, you see the anger. But the anger to me comes from they outsmarted me. What the yes. fuck, you know? Like that is blowing his mind. It's enraging him. They outsmarted me. And so you're right. What the hell is he going to do next? Yeah. Um. I I look at this as a a guy who's like. Look what I gave you. Almost, almost like God complex, you know. Uh, you know, his absolutely people being Adam and Adam and Eve. Look what I gave gave you. I gave you this awesome, you know, stone world free of 
the burden of of knowledge and and technology and all of that and and you guys want to go off with with senku over over some record player you know um and but i think the the betrayal the lying all of that is going to really come into play and i'll be honest with you after hearing yukio talk i don't i i think he's honest with senku i'm not on your side is what he tells senku and i really don't know what to expect in the last four episodes brian i i really really don't um we we get at the very end we get uh taiju and yuzuriha coming back we get a really nice um uh reunion uh i like kohaku's you know i know who you are even though i've never met you when taiju comes walking up um it's very funny him trying to hug senku and not even realizing he doesn't have him and and how senku just gives him like a tap on the shoulder and um it, it it's nice they talk a bit about the attack plan uh the rupture bladder gun uh is smart i figured they were going to use like a steam gun of of some sort um and then uh they they go to 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 the cave to 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 fight and uh the other american kind of like throw throwing thing is um kohaku calls the attack shock and awe which is a uh reference to the so-called plan going into Iraq of of shock and awe or was that Afghanistan I don't fucking remember one of those wars but uh yeah man I I don't know where we're going next dude what what do you I mean I know physically in the map where we're going but story-wise I love this because I don't know uh, yeah I don't I mean he 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 makes the point that okay like you said the whole their whole plan is just to scare them. They they have one shot with this thing, and it's literally just to sort of frighten them. They're going to mm-hmm. bulldoze in there, hope everybody runs away, and then claim it <laughs> for their own. But I kept my biggest thought with – I'm sure Senku has a plan. What's to keep um, Sukasa from coming in there and with a, with a blade or some kind of weapon and be like, I'm going to kill everyone I see? <laughs> Yeah. Like I, you know, we saw him fight a damn lion or whatever, and punched the, a lion. So, what is going to stop that from happening? And and I'm assuming Sinku has a plan because it's been a lot of mind games. But at, at, I believe, based on what where when we saw him and his anger, it's now it's just going to be a pure "I'm going to kill" mentality. And so, yeah, what do we? Where does it go? How how does how does Sinku combat that? How does he hold the cave? You know, okay, you're gonna take the cave. Cool. How do you hold the cave? Mm-hmm. And and um, you know, obviously, I'm sure there's a plan, and we'll we'll get that answer soon. But the fact that I don't know is is exciting. It is definitely. Um, it's it's a like I said, definitely not the greatest episode. Uh, suffers following. You know what? Probably my favorite, <laughs> just because I like Chrome so much much uh but i gave this a solid b just a straight b um little slow suffers a little bit from follow-up uh but some amazingly important things and some really really awesome 
character moments. So yeah, I gave it a B. Exact exact same score. Okay. Yeah, B. That's what I wrote down. Um, like you said, it, it wasn't it wasn't bad in any way. It just it was um, a little slow at points, and it but but it hit really hard. I think the two things that were the standout was the revelation about the secret mission, and then the the Ukio stuff. You you know because it that character is growing and growing, and, and he's he's becoming sort of a major player. And I thought this episode did a great job with him. So those were the, the two standouts um, for me. But yeah, solid B. Yeah. Um, Christine had talked to me and she was like in the B, B plus area her herself. Um, so some, somewhere in there, um, dude, I, I'm really, really excited about anime going forward. Uh, we've mentioned a couple times in, in past weeks, some news, uh, things like, uh, the Harmony Gold, Robo, Robotech, Macross stuff. I don't think we got a chance to talk on the podcast at all, Brian, but with the last couple of minutes, being such a big Gundam fan, you said on the last episode, and you're kind of right, that we would like likely see mechs from Robotech on the big screen before seeing a Gundam, not counting Ready Player One, on the big screen, and you were basically right but but we are going to get a live action gundam on our home screen yeah sort of right sort of wrong <laughs> yeah. yeah what do you think about the legendary live action netflix gundam movie you know it, it's crazy because it's it's interesting that that news dropped right after the robo robotech stuff yeah and it was like warner brothers was waiting yeah and and i got to thinking about it and i was like you know i love mecha stuff and and, and i i'm i love gundam and I would be completely happy if, you know, the next five, ten years we go into an era where that's the big thing in the theater and that's the big, you know, franchises. Um, because to me, there's so many stories and so many animes out there that, that could be brought brought out and put on the big screen. Um, Gundam is the big one. I The people they attach to it, I think, are fine. Uh, my biggest concern, I'll, I will say up front, is it's okay. It's going to be a Netflix film. They specifically said film, right? Yeah. I don't know how you do any <laughs> Gundam in in the span of two hours, two and a half hours. Um, they, now they didn't specify what they were going to do. Is this going to be a completely original idea, or are they going to do UC Gundam, which I know a lot of people sort of want, or are they going to do one of the other million spinoffs that exist? Um, I personally would like UC just because there's some really great characters, has such a massive history. But yet again, going back to my initial statement, how do you do that in the span of two hours? I don't know. You'd um, have to at least make it, at minimum, it would have to be, you know, four and a half hour, hour split, hopefully between two films. And you're really going to have to cut a lot of Paul. Yeah, and it. If 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 Netflix had come out and say, you know what, we're doing a trilogy. We're we've invested in it, we're gonna put the money in, we're gonna do three full length films, I'd be a little less concerned because like, okay, you know, they're they're gonna space out there, they're gonna tell the story. But the fact that they're like, No, we're gonna do a movie, I'm like, Well, how? Yeah. <laughs> you know, to be so fair, they could still, you know, only do a portion of the original series true. and and carry on with sequels. But I do like your idea that maybe we're 
going to get lucky like we did with the MCU where this thing that had been done before and failed or at least not been as spectacular as the MCU turns out to be. Once the MCU gets off the ground, once they discover the magic formula, it's it's this ma- magical thing, you, you know? Anime movies, kind of the same deal. We've mentioned it before. Like, even Japan, and part of its bu- budget, but also part of its their style of filmmaking and, and style of acting, um, their anime adaptations aren't great. Do you think, Brian, there's... Do you... Do you honestly think there's a person on earth that can unlock uh the formula beyond even what battle angel did you know i'm glad you brought up battle battle angel i loved like loved alita battle angel um the film i was shocked at how much i enjoyed it i think it it struck almost the perfect balance of being that the weirdness or the you know very anime you know, not not too trying to make it too Western or whatever. You know, it was very anime, but yet it appeals to, um, you know, um, not just anime fans, I think. And I don't know as far as unlocking that formula, you know, I mean, this is a big challenge. I mean, they got the guy, the um, comic book author um, that did what? Why the Last Man? Yeah. Um, you know, he's writing. So there's someone who's written large series. So someone who knows how to write the director that did Kong and uh or Godzilla versus Godzilla Kong, versus Kong. Um, which, 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 well, spoilers at this point, yeah. has a Mecha Godzilla, and it was done well as far as the the battles and all that, perfect. Yep. So, so we got so we got someone that knows how to write and write drama and write you know really solid characters. We have someone that knows how to do big, giant things fighting. So it seems like they've got the right formula down, you know. We shall see what comes of it. I know um, uh, the Your Name live action uh, adaptation has gone through several direct, even John Watts of Spider-Man, uh, uh, MCU Spider-Man uh, trilogy, soon to be fame, was attached to it at one point. Uh, an interesting thing about that one is they actually, the... Uh, uh, um, studio that uh 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 makoto shinkai i think think is his name name i might have it backwards uh the director you know of your name and and weathering with you and yada yada uh they said they really wanted to see a western take on it so it's gonna allegedly or you know as of the last update instead of a uh rural japan and Tokyo, a rural Japan girl and a and a uh uh Tokyo city boy, you're gonna have a rural uh Native American and a uh Chicago uh boy, and um um it's interesting to actually see the creators of an anime go no western western westernize it like go for for it because i i don't know if everyone's aware but here in america we got this weird thing with people really not liking that for some reason even if someone says go do it so um the point being there's live action anime in the pipe and 
it might be good. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm you know, I mean, I hope. I really do. This would this would be so great. The fact that I mean Gundam man it was it well, it's one of those things I've always thought it's, it seems like it'd be easy to do. I mean, yeah. in terms, you know, it, after after the Transformers films came out, I was like, "All right, so we we can do in terms of the visuals, we can do this." You know, um but then it was the question of the balance. Like you said, there's a lot of politics and various story beats that most Gundam series have and it's like, "Well, how is that going to appeal to western audiences or can they trim some of that back?" What's the what's the right balance? Um, but like you said, we're going to find out <laughs> because it's yeah. coming and we'll, you know, I'll like it or I won't. Very, very true. Um, it would be nice to see some good, some better adaptations and even some unique spins. I'm not necessarily sold on the uh, Hollywood, your name, but I'm definitely open to the idea of of doing that you know of taking some anime with creative permission and and doing stuff like that so oh yeah um everyone out there thank you guys so so much for listening this week i can't tell you whether or not we'll be back next week we didn't learn dr stone would be on until wednesday this week <laughs> so yeah <laughs> um it is what it is but i will say we are looking for recommendations on the next thing to cover uh i myself finished up the Gridman series and i'm watching uh dino xenon uh which is awesome and i can recommend um but yeah send your recommendations in the comments or to uh me at that kyle malone on twitter subscribe to our youtube channel hit that uh, bell so you'd be notified whenever uh brand new who celebrity interviews or or shows like breaking radio Marvel Multiverse Mondays or LR Mornings go uh, go up on YouTube. And, of course, subscribe wherever you get your, your podcasts from for audio versions of all of our outstanding shows. Brian does other things on the interwebs. Brian. Yeah, you can find me on YouTube. Uh, the channel is Pulp Mythos. It's one word, uh, P-U-L-P-M-Y-T-H-O-S, and got all kinds of content on the, up on there. And check out our uh, Snowfall season finale review, which will be up in... Well, at least within a day or two of this going up. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, guys, do that. Go check them out. Check out our sponsors at growgeneration.com. Thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 